1: A little extra mustard on that love boat I uh like
0: what's going on cap
1: yo 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 gentlemen how are we
2: today?
0: andy Kamenitsky with us today hi andy hey 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 good to see you guys here yeah it's been a yes hey. we had we had had been a while. Yes, you were one of the many who held down the fort while we were gone so actually it's been a
3: fort-holding exercise for, like, the last three weeks across the entire yeah, station. August yeah, August is the
0: big vacation. Yeah, month. I mean,
3: you want to get it in before football season. It's pretty crazy, too, because I managed to get a vacation in between this time where everyone else was on vacation. Really? Where'd you go? Uh, I went to Mexico for a week. Uh, where we're in Mexico? Uh, Playa del Carmen. It's about an hour outside Cancun. Yeah, you dri- t-
0: do you drive or no? It flew. You flew. Yeah, and it's become a. It, that's a pretty drive, big vacation it? spot. It's yeah. Now. Yeah, really pretty. Yeah, people. Really, would, people would love you it. Drive
2: 10, there, Mace. Would you? Would you ever drive?
1: I drove to I w- Rosarita one time. Okay, we'd yeah. A, how long? We had ago? a place at Rosarita Beach that we how, went to. And how long ago? Are we talking about? oh uh, uh, maybe ten years. Yeah, I mean,
2: it sounds good. Yeah. You know, hey, let me drive down there. But um, what's I the casino
1: know? down there in? In Tijuana. um, It's called uh, Caliente. Caliente. Agua Agua Caliente. Agua Caliente. So, no, no, Agua Caliente is out in the desert. Oh, is it? That's the
3: one affiliated with the Clippers,
1: right? Right, right, yeah. No, that casino, so I used to have to go there and do the show every Monday night when Mm. I was working for John Lynch. (laughs) Um, And literally, I carried the equipment on that bridge across the border and carried it to... I, we, we think it's Caliente, right? Yeah, that's what it's called. Uh, Two Caliente set up. Did the show from there for Monday Night Football. I was doing 7 to midnight. Midnight, I pack up all my equipment, march back across the bridge, back into the uh, U.S., yeah. and
3: that's did, the way things used to shows. operate. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have anything to declare? Yes. yes. <laughs> this this yeah. equipment.
1: Yes, my comrex. <laughs> I am declaring it. <laughs> so, uh, so, Cappy, are we on for Saturdays? There was a rumor that we aren't on for Saturday. Well, no, you're. we're, we're definitely
2: – the. USC is playing on Saturday, right? Yes, that is correct. And you got tickets for a group of people for Saturday, correct? That is correct. And so you and a group of people are going to the game on Saturday. Right, and that includes you. It it may include me.
1: What do you mean it may? I, I bought he, you he tickets got, and he, sent you he tickets. He got a better offer.
2: No, it's not so much a better offer. It's You know what it is? I, I've come to learn this. This is a really bad personality trait, and maybe we could have this discussion. But I need to learn how to, on occasion, be like, nah, I can't do that. Like, I'm always a yes guy. Yes, Mace, that's very sweet of you. Thank you so much. Yes, I'm in. And then I'm like, oh, wait, I thought August 26th was like four weeks from now. And then I'm like, wait a second, that's this upcoming Saturday. And then I look at my calendar, I'm like, oh, but I have all this other stuff going on. Cap,
0: it is so funny you brought this up. I didn't know this is where you were going. So I'll tell you an interesting story. Last night I went to a memorial service for one of Lisa's friends who passed away at a very young age. She was 46. She got cancer. She didn't make it. Oh, man. And this was kind of a celebration of her life. And what came out, there were hundreds and hundreds of pictures of her and how she lived her life. And she was like you, Cap. She said yes to everything. And I was so jealous. And I was so sad for her family. And I'm friends with her husband. And I was watching this thing. And I went, man, I am I'm going to start saying yes to more stuff. I cap I actually think I admire you for doing it. I don't think you need to say no. I I admire you for saying yes. If you can't make it Saturday you can't make it, but I think you never know when you're going to get that phone call or when you're going to get that news that your life is altered irrevocably and you mm-hmm. can't, you know, you you can't control it anymore. It came out I was at a Rams game with this girl and her husband a year ago. She goes, "I'm not feeling very good." And she went to the doctor three days later and got her diagnosis. Oh, and, man. But she was living her life to, to its fullest on that whole thing. So, Cap, I, I say, say yes more often like yes. Scott Kaplan, you know, ladies you know and gentlemen. But, but here's
2: the thing. like Just in terms of saying yes, I have a friend of mine yep. that invited me to play in a fantasy football league. Now, Mace, as you well know, I don't know anything about fantasy sports. Right. I never got into it. Yes, for, for as many years as I worked around it, and I'm talking, guys, the early years, like the mid-90s, I was working at a company called CBS Sportsline, and they were like the direct competitor at ESPN.com in the early days of fantasy football. I was there around it. I never got into it. So, Mace, you invited me to play in your fantasy baseball league, right? That is correct. I didn't have the attention span. I bounced after like half the season. I
1: J- think uh, Justin did most of it, right?
2: Yeah, but even he had a hard time with you know the brainiacs that you work with. Yes, for me, fantasy football, not something I'm into, but I've got this friend, and he wants me to come play in his fantasy football league, and on the day of their draft, they have this big golf event in Arizona with a huge dinner thereafter, blah, 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 and it's expensive to buy your way into okay. this thing, and I don't want to do it, but you know what I'm saying?
1: I, yes.
0: No, I, yeah. Yeah, yes. yeah. you're
2: saying yes. And I'm like, yes, and then it's like, well, you got to come play in the golf tournament. I'm like, but I'm on vacation that week. And we're supposed to be going up to to friends in Oregon, but now I'm trying to like adjust my calendar to go say yes so I can go to Phoenix to go play golf in a fantasy football league. I don't know how to play in and don't want to.
0: But, <laughs> but I, Johnny,
2: I I say yes. Right. So it sounds
3: like I you, admire you for it. It sounds though like your problem, Cappy, is that you say yes to everything, and in the process you overextend yourself. Correct. Like what you what you ultimately need is like a handler or an assistant like you need somebody to monitor a your calendar you need somebody to monitor <laughs> animals monitor your- get handlers <laughs> yeah <laughs> well that's what i, I mean, need sometimes people who are out of control need handlers as well yeah, i'd say i'll Kathy never qualifies. i'll never forget
0: when ben Lyons was working with us back in the day one day ben walks in and there's a guy following him yep with a notepad and i said who's this he goes that's my intern and i went You have a personal intern? He goes, yeah, he's basically my assistant. I go, well, you're paying him, right? He goes, no, he's doing it for the experience. (laughs) (laughs) And the station was so offended by it. They pulled the that, plug, but Cap, that's what you need. It's you like need- when
3: Kramer had his assistant right, <laughs> on right. Seinfeld for Kramerica yeah. Industries. Okay, right.
0: I, look, I love the whole
1: conversation, but here's the thing, Gabby, uh I texted you. I said, "Do you want to go to the USC game?" You said yes. I went out, bought tickets. Mm-hmm. I te- I already sent him through the. I'm transferring
0: tickets is a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. I sent you two tickets, and now you're going to back mm-hmm. out on it. Possibly. Mm-hmm. Well, he can, that doesn't mean he can't send them back to you and you can invite somebody else. Somebody well, else will go. USC's going to be really good this year.
2: And it's also only Tuesday, Mace. Mace, it's only Tuesday. See, the thing is, is that while while I said yes and my intention was to come, I thought August 26th was like three weeks in advance. Do
1: you have uh, a calendar or anything like that that would oh, tell you the Again, he needs date. a handler. Yeah.
2: No, I have a calendar and I live by my calendar. It's just that I didn't know what the date was when I said yes. So so now you mean like with a calendar. Like right, like I didn't that's,
3: like That's like the whole function of a calendar. It tells you the date. Correct Andy, that's, going on.
0: that's yeah. exactly right. All right, hey, can I can I interrupt this program to do a quick shout out here? Yeah, sure. Right now on ESPN. Mm-hmm. El Segundo Little League plays for their life. They ah. played last night and lost. It's double elimination in Williamsport. And uh, so right now, there's a game on between Panama and Japan, but they're going to switch that game to ESPN, two. And starting in five minutes on regular ESPN, El Segundo fighting to stay alive. This is the team that practices literally in the shadow of the Lakers practice facility. I live in Manhattan Beach. It's all anybody in the South Bay is talking about.
2: Did you see the game yesterday? Did you I see what did.
0: Happened? I did. They cap. they.
2: They they had plenty of, yeah,
0: they had plenty of chances to win. They had all their best hitters. Right. They had their best hitter up at the end of yes. the game, and had he homered, it would have been a walk-off. Right,
2: right. Number nineteen. I don't remember the kids' name. Yeah. And, but number nineteen came up, and there were two runners that had gotten on. I don't remember if they both walked, but there were two runners on. It was a 3 1 game. It was the bottom of the six, and the guy, the only guy who had hit a home run, it was the only score of the game, comes up and I mean it's as dramatic as game right. seven of the World Series. Yeah. I know it sounds stupid,
0: but it, it's it, true. It, it, Cap- no. And I don't know how the parents and the and the families deal with the pressure of this. Right. I mean, these are eleven and twelve year old Cap, kids. Cap, am I remembering this
3: correctly? Didn't you coach one of these kids who's in this series? Or like you had a connection to someone in this series?
2: Oh no, 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 no. I was telling you guys last week a story about, you know, when I was coaching Little League, you know, there was there I always what I loved about Little League was if you looked at these kids at twelve years old, by the time they're seniors in high school, there's like two kids remaining. So, like we're watching these little league World Series games, this this El Segundo team, John. When these kids are seniors in high school, there'll be like two or three of them that are still varsity baseball players in high school. It's just it's just what happens. Some guys go to football, some guys go to basketball, right. some guys you know decide they like to play guitar, some guys like to chase chicks. The whole deal, right? So there's only a couple left over. One of the kids that I was coaching when he was little had gone from, Andy, as you remember, from single-A baseball or high-A baseball, got promoted to triple-A baseball. Mm. Because he's like the number one prospect in the Tampa Bay organization. That was a huge jump, right, Mace? Yeah, big jump. But, Mace, I couldn't figure out why would they put a kid who's in high-A ball who just turned 20 in triple-A where AAA is a bunch of like older guys who everybody has yeah, a story. Yeah, you, you're you know, absolutely
1: like. right. I mean, honestly, AAA is where you put guys who are lifers, right? I mean, that's where Chris Taylor and Max Muncy hung out for a while till the till the Dodgers uh, were able to uh, acquire them. So yeah, I don't understand why. You know, it's unbelievable the number of talent, the number of talented guys that get called up straight from AA. Look at the Dodgers. I mean, Bobby Miller came from AA. He didn't come from AAA. And you're right, There's some journeymen in AAA. Uh, that, that make it less attractive, I think, than a double-A uh, team.
2: Right, because double-A ball players still have sort of like a collegiate sort of ambition to their game. Yes. And triple-A ball players. I hate to make this generalization, guys, but they're sort of the bitter guys. I got hurt. This team screwed me. I'm 31. I was on the verge of being a star. Now I'm stuck. You know? I don't
1: have enough days to qualify for my pension. All that kind of stuff right. goes on there.
2: So why take a 20-year-old kid who's a top prospect and put him around all these bitter old guys rather than putting him in double-A where he still believes,
0: hey, my next step is the big leagues, so, so that was the story, AK.
1: That's the story.
0: Okay. But by the way, little uh, the Dodgers are starting right now in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. They're facing Noah Syndergaard. Yeah, right. who they who they used to, and who's pitching for the Dodgers? Uh, it is. I think it's Bobby uh, Miller. Bobby yeah. Miller, correct. Um, and so that game's starting this this Elsinger Little League on ESPN is playing a team from Rhode Island to try and stay alive, and the Angels tonight. Are getting Mike Trout back? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! You know, for the first time in a couple of months. Yeah. No, so. he will
1: be circling the drain with the rest of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, when so you look sad. at what their
2: record is since he's gotten hurt, you realize that if Trout would have been available, um, based on the numbers that he had produced in the first whatever eighty games or whatever he played, how much better you could project the Angels might—I'll say it like that—might have been, but without Trout. And the numbers that he produces, you could understand why they've been so bad since he got hurt.
1: Yeah, no, there's no question. Well, I'd we're going to be there tomorrow, as a matter of fact. You're going you to be at the Angels you, game. Well, yeah. have You heard what we're doing
2: tomorrow? No, what are, you no doing? what are you doing? We're we're doing a live broadcast tomorrow when Shidano makes his return from vacation. Okay. We're doing a live broadcast tomorrow from Morales's backyard. For, so
1: not from his real backyard.
2: No, no, from his from his house in Anaheim. His no, actual backyard. This, yeah. No, his legit backyard, his his actual house. Right. We're going to we're going to go to the Angels game because there's a day game where Otani's pitching and then there's a night game because of the game that they they postponed from last night. So we're going to go to the early game. Then we're going to go do the broadcast from Morales's backyard where he's making. Uh, Hebrew National Hot Dogs for
1: me, Mace. Nice. I, you can never go wrong with a Hebrew National Hot Dog.
2: And they're only six inches each, so when me and Morales do our thing, it's only three inches each. each. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Don't,
1: I, wouldn't, I mean, I'm not sure why you would continue to do the thing. It was, only, it was only a one-time deal? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if you want to necessarily, you know, pull the lady in the tramp trick every time you go out on every the Every time
0: I have a hot dog?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Yeah, so anyway, so we're doing a
2: backyard broadcast tomorrow. Are people invited to Morales' house? No, they're not invited to his house necessarily, although I'm the kind of guy that would be like, the more the merrier, bring him over to Morales' house. But we are hanging out with everybody at the Coors Light Suite tomorrow night oh, the nice. Angels game.
1: That's fun. Yeah, you know, I, I keep waiting for it. Maybe you, you'll talk to somebody over there. I keep waiting for the Angels to say, you know, we should get Steve Mason to sing the national anthem. No, but I sang it there once years and years ago, uh, but I would love to do it again. Maybe you can mention it to somebody. Mace, how about this? Can yep. I... Can I? <laughs> by the way, Shohei Otani's gone, but we have Steve Mason singing <laughs> the national anthem.
3: <laughs> Mace, can I infringe on Who that? Who says Artie Moreno's not doing a great job owning this <laughs> right. uh,
1: By the way, Cappy and I did a pretty good anthem together.
3: It
2: was not
1: bad,
3: not yeah. bad.
2: Hey, well, can I can I infringe though and say, hey, can we do the anthem together? One hundred percent. And can we throw out the first pitch together?
1: Yeah, I don't. Uh, the reason I sing the anthem is because I hate throwing out the first pitch. Well, can you not handle the pressure? No, I just I can't handle the pressure. I'm afraid. Well, I'm I've done it a like, bunch. You could do it. I, I'm like thinking I'm going to be like uh, one of those people
3: that throws in. Yeah, the but dirt by room. now that's that's your thing. We expect right, anything athletic to be awful. Yeah. Like that's baked into the cake when it <laughs> yeah. comes to bringing you into this. Place. Yes, <laughs> I went
1: to get my haircut last night, and my barber said, uh, "Boy, I follow you on social media. What? You must have really screwed yourself up in that softball game." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and people gave and people dogged you so much under the uh, picture. It is true that
3: that is my. Yeah, I mean, not. honestly, at this point, if if you just grooved a pitch right down the middle, it would be more disappointing. It would be disappointing. You're right. That's not why people come to
0: see you throw out the first Fair, pitch. If you go on YouTube and just Google "and Who's got the worst one? Doesn't for 50, 50 cents. 50, 50 cents. Barack Obama's one. got a
1: pretty bad one. Does Barack Obama have a bad
2: one? Yeah, because it looks like he's never threw a ball before in his life. Uh,
3: well, know? he's a basketball guy. A I don't know if he's a baseball guy, guy. guy. Yeah, W still has like the pitch of all pitches. W has
0: the ultimate. Well, opening. after 9 11, yeah, that, right. yeah. Was, Yankee Stadium. I, that was an incredible
1: bitch. You
0: know, a, with a bulletproof vest on. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, he
1: threw a bullpen session before that. <laughs> he did. I, for real? <laughs> I swear real? to God, yeah. he
3: threw a bullpen session because he wanted to make sure he threw a strike. Well, I mean, especially in that moment with like all the symbolism oh, post 9 11. Like, the, there was uh, legitimately that might have been like top 10 most pressure filled moments of his entire presidency. But wait yeah. a second.
2: Hey, not long thereafter, true story. Um, he landed on the USS Abraham Lincoln aircraft carrier off the coast of South South LA and um he like John Wayne he he landed on an aircraft carrier and popped out of this F18 and dude I was standing right there man I watched the whole thing That's go a down good day. it was a cool experience like at the time you know president of the United States yeah. is landing on an on an aircraft carrier and you're standing right there for it it was pretty cool
1: he did stuff like that for
2: as yeah, ridiculed he as
1: he was he did yeah um, all right, so I'm out. I'm done. You're done you know, with the how the do you show? feel
0: about no coffee? How are you How are you holding I, up? I thought I did relatively well with. Yeah, no your uh, your energy. I, level. I heard some of I, I could now. not tell the difference. All right, our first batter's on El Segundo. Let's go. All right, what, we what's are the deal, all man? El
1: Segundans today. Why Why no coffee? Uh, new New thing. You know, I got a little stomach thing
0: going on. He's so trying I to go. It. He's trying to work fifty nine straight shows, yeah. Cappy. How are you going to make it through
2: fifty nine straight shows with no coffee? Trust me, I can do it.
0: So it's fifty nine straight shows. It's not fifty
2: nine straight days. It's not. It, it's fifty nine consecutive shows with no days off. That only. is correct. And, that, and what happens if you get really sick? Will you stay home and, and broadcast? I will from broadcast
1: home? on the Comrex. Yes, I will. Okay. From Ireland bed, shirtless. Bet all this money against me. There is no question. Okay, good. I am Going to work. every That was one my intent of these fifty nine shows. I love it. All right, uh, we're going to turn things over to uh, Cappy and uh, Andy Kamenetsky is in for Shadano today. Don't forget they are live and on the road at Chris Morales' house tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, great tour stop. All right, uh, I'll be listening for a lot of stupidity coming up next. We're back tomorrow at 1, 710 ESPN.
4: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network.
2: Yeah, come on,
3: Eddie. Yeah, I like the drums, dude. Got, Keep I going. Yeah. Got a problem, though, right off the bat, Kathy. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. On my attempt at a cymbal sound, Yeah. bit my tongue. I did. I bit my tongue.
2: Let me turn to your right, stick your tongue out, and let me see it on camera. Is it bleeding? Do we have yes, blood? it looks... It, it is... Wow. It is, wow. Bloody tongue.
5: Yeah, it is. Ooh, that's bad, And Oh, my.
2: You know what, man? i are going to push me. through. You I'm I'm gonna are. going to
3: push through.
2: Okay, just want to make sure I'm clear, though. This is the first <laughs> air drumming injury we've had at the beginning of the show it, if I'm correct, in I'm this I'm pretty
3: sure that like everything that's covered in HR and stuff like in the contracts that we signed or whatever does not specifically get into air drum sound injuries. Okay. All right.
2: Because when you get to that point, bing, ba-da-bing, ba-da,
3: it was my attempt, pick-a-do. Cappy, specifically yeah. at a cymbal. I was trying to make a cymbal sound, like a crash cymbal. I'm a yeah. former drummer. Right. I was trying to make it happen and yeah. bit down hard on my tongue like all molars
2: that's too bad all because as, molars as a former drummer that's how you hear those sounds to even be able to make them well it you
3: know yeah. i mean look man my drums they meant something to me i wanted this moment to be authentic it was a little too authentic
2: yeah you know andy i don't think we've ever discussed this before but i too you know uh take great pride in the ability to carry a beat during a song because like you sounds like i was a teenager who had a drum set in my room did you, you? Know I mean? so did i, I yeah what did you oh, play? Dude, I, I, <laughs> what I played was I would take like old school headphones mm-hmm. and I would put on Van Halen. Okay. And that's pretty much what I would play. Because back then, I'm trying to think of the name of the song. Um, and uh, Oh, uh, I'll do, do. wait
3: till nope, your love no,
2: no No, 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 that's not it. I know that song. It's... Um, Oh wait till you yeah maybe you're right yeah, till that's, love that's the drum fill do do do
3: do 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 do
2: yeah and then I that's had to save fill. money after my bar mitzvah you know I had to save money for some roto dude
3: that is ex- okay this is crazy and this lets you know that at the risk of you know labeling us all whatever it feels like all Jewish kids of a certain generation we're all the same <laughs> I spent part of my bar mitzvah money on roto tom's I'm not joking <laughs> I actually did I am not kidding <laughs> dude i saved up
2: forever man i wanted to get some rototoms just so i could play that alex van halen
3: (laughs) rototoms were fantastic yeah like for people who are unfamiliar what we're talking about they're a type of drum it's kind of it's got kind of a higher higher pitch um they're usually clear like if you if you google a picture like you said of alex van halen you'll definitely see those rototoms my favorite drummer Stuart copeland used to use uh Rototoms a lot, so I wanted them because of Stuart Copeland. So yeah, uh, wow. We we were of a certain generation yeah. of Jewish kids, Cappy. <laughs> just looking just looking to make stretch out our bar mitzvah money that far <laughs> right. to get some rototoms. All
2: I wanted was some rototoms
3: yep, and some Zildjian symbols dog. Zildj- oh, That's Zildjian oh Zildjian symbols.
2: That's exactly right.
3: Yeah. I, I played an Apollo set, which it was a knockoff of some company, if I remember correctly. Apollo was a knockoff, maybe of Ludwig
2: yeah, oh, I also had like um, like some crappy branded drum set that mm-hmm. was like a knockoff of something because my father was like, no, you're not doing that. Because my father was the kind of guy, Andy, that when I said I wanted to take up golf, he said, okay, go ahead, take up golf. So I said, all right, Dad, but the clubs that you have in the, in the garage, they're yours and they're right-handed, and I swing left-handed. I swing a baseball bat left-handed. I want to play left-handed. My father said, you'll learn how to play golf right-handed, and if you like it and you're good at it, then I'll get you some left-handed clubs. Well, guess what? 40 years later, I still play right-handed.
1: So, I <laughs> guess so, you never became
3: that good.
2: So, so my right, so my father was like, "Yeah, you can get some drums. You get some crappy drums and if you're really into it and you're really good and you can play that Alex Van Halen, dig, 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 <laughs> right. He's like, "Then I'll get you some nice ones, but in the meantime, I always got those crappy ones."
3: Yeah, it was the best. Ba- I I I miss it. I often really miss it. And though I'll tell you what's really sad, my daughter was taking guitar lessons last year. And her lessons were at Guitar Center, Uh, and if you go in there, like they sell all sorts of instruments, so not just guitars. Mm -hmm. And I was killing time during one of her lessons, playing on one of the practice sets, and I haven't played in years. I was like, I expected some rust. I was so terrible. It was (laughs) it was as if I had never played before, and like my brain is keeping up with the song and i know exactly what i'm supposed to do and my instincts all kick in but my body is not capable of acting on those instincts anymore <laughs> i am i like i was shockingly terrible
2: well dude like like being an athlete you know what i mean like um uh, you know when you haven't played softball in 20 years and you go out and you try and play in a softball game mm-hmm. you get hurt
3: hypothetically speaking
2: right this is all just of course hypothetical hey as we come on the air this afternoon everybody there are two baseball games in particular that we're watching. Ireland mentioned it at the end of Crosstalk, Super Crosstalk, that is. We're watching the El Segundo Little League team. They have a 2-0 lead right now over Rhode Island in what is the top of the first. And they've got a runner on first base right now. And, again, two outs. They're, um, they had a kid on third. A wild pitch got away. That kid scored no problem. I actually don't see how they oh, – you know, they had another kid who hit a, a – a, a line drive through the infield. They had another score. So, California El Segundo is up two nothing over Rhode Island. Andy, are you watching the game? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've got it on right now. Okay. Now the other game we're watching is the Dodgers. Cleveland alert. Lindsey, baseball at your Gardo's today. And Will Smith hit a two run home run in the first inning, and the Dodgers took a two nothing lead. Baseball, Dodgers at your Gardo's. Yeah,
5: they're terrible though. I mean, that's and this is. I mean, like I said to you when we were talking. Um, this is a chance for the Dodgers to show the Indians what a good team looks like, because my team is just not very good. Yeah,
3: it would not appear that the Noah Syndergaard revenge game is off to a great start. He hasn't been
5: horrible since they got him, and, like, I mean, I I don't know. He, he, He said he had some type of, like, revival, I guess, in that first outing, but he hasn't been awful, but he's just an innings eater for them, you know?
2: Well, he's facing Jason Hayward right now, and I'll just say this. I'm usually about 15 to 20 seconds behind on everything, Andy. So if you see something really
3: exciting and you start yelling and screaming,
2: I'll know that 15 seconds later something's coming my way.
3: <laughs> Absolutely. Just, I, I'll try to get – What should we have like a like a code word, like a safe word for letting you know it's like Dodgers-related excitement?
2: Oh, that's not a bad call, but I'm really more kind of focused in on El Segundo here.
3: Oh, it, there's a lot going on, man. Yeah, there really is. Everything except for everyone but the Angels. Nothing hey, going on for them well uh, not until later 6 30 actually
2: we're going to get off an, a half an hour early today because we're going to hand it off to the angels and by the way tomorrow have you heard about this andy we're doing a backyard broadcast at morales's house tomorrow
3: i think this is fascinating like the idea of broadcasting from morales's home the idea of morales bringing people into his are are fans coming to morales's home
5: no uh, are you kidding me
3: why
2: not? Do
5: you think that Morales would be inviting yes. listeners over to his house? No. Yes, yes, no. No. yes. I'm no. with Andy.
2: I think Morales is the kind of guy no. that would be like, "Hey, I think if he wanted Omar, them, come over to the crib."
5: Would, I disagree. I you don't disagree. think so? I'm with Limits, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I,
3: I don't know, man. For most people, I would agree, yes, but it's Morales. No, I feel like Morales is so party, party, oh, party, and he's also such a people person, and he loves to, as he says, flesh uh, press the flesh with uh-huh. everyone. The only step left is to press the flesh in his house.
5: No, it's one word, boundaries.
3: No. Oh, boundaries is the word. When have you ever heard Chris Morales say (laughs) the word boundaries? Well,
5: we have to say it for him, (laughs) boundaries. Okay.
2: Well, um, let me explain the story for tomorrow, Andy. Okay. So this is not one of these professionally done deals here, you understand? Um, A few weeks ago, when we were at a bar in Orange, because we were there for the U.S. Women's National Team game, we plugged into a freaking dartboard. Okay? We broadcast from a dartboard. You understand this? Like an
3: electro? How do you do that? I don't understand how you do that. All
2: right, I'm going to explain it to you. These dartboards at these bars have an Ethernet cable, you know, like kind of like an old-school phone cable, just a little bit thicker, you know what I'm saying? For a dartboard? Yeah, for a dartboard. Right. So I asked the guy at the bar, I go, yo, man. I go, why you got an Ethernet cable for a dartboard? He said, because the dartboards communicate on the Internet with other dartboards around the world. So if you were in Orange and your friend got is in New it. York and you guys want to play darts together got in a bar, okay. you
3: can be in Southern California and your pal can so be in the New York. So it's the equivalent of gaming. It's basically darts, but like the gaming version of darts version of gaming. And the
2: dartboard thing. was plugged in to an Ethernet cable, which then got it on the Internet. Well, we took the Ethernet cable out of the dartboard, we plugged in our Comrex machine, and bam, we're on the air. Okay? So now, Morales says, let's do a broadcast from my backyard. So, Andy, this is not professionally engineered. This isn't like when we go to Rams training camp and we spend a lot of money on engineers and they bring fancy equipment. This is me packing up my gear. This is me with a, a 50-foot Ethernet cable that's going to go <laughs> out of Morales's bedroom, down, outside, over the deck, underneath. Yeah, this is like...
3: I mean, this is this is uh, real guerrilla warfare kind of stuff here, Andy. No, it sounds awesome. I mean, again, this sounds really, really cool. Also, too, it just speaks to the creativity of this station, the willingness to do different things to entertain the listeners, stuff like that. Like, we don't settle for just the conventional. We take it to different, different places, different limits. There are no limits, right? You end, up, just, you end up at Morales' house. It just slaps different is what happens. It does slap different.
2: Right. So, uh, Lindsey Baseball, do you know tomorrow will there be, like, video cameras? Will we be able to uh, broadcast on YouTube as well tomorrow from Morales' backyard?
5: That I don't know. Okay, I'm I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure the fun and games department has that all figured out, Captain. I mean,
2: come on, fun and games department. Are we going to do YouTube tomorrow for Morales'?
5: I mean, if you, if you want to, I'm sure we can make that happen. That might I need an,
3: an, another Ethernet cord, though. Right. And you then might need knows? a second Ethernet.
2: Right. Then we need 100 feet of Ethernet cable. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, Andy Kamenetsky is in today for Shidano, who returns tomorrow. Let's get rolling here today, keeping our eyes on El Segundo Little League 2 nothing right now um, in the bottom of the first, so uh, taking on Rhode Island. And we're watching the Dodgers and the Guardians, Dodgers leading 2 nothing early in this game. Andy, coming up. USC has found their next Heisman Trophy-winning quarterback, and he's about 12 years old. I'll explain. Coming right back. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN.
4: poured it was green and good the playmaking splash shifted the tempo another great cocktail from the hypnotic team every season is hypnotic and tequila season hypnotic liqueur bardstown kentucky 17 percent alcohol by volume hypnotic reminds you to think wisely drink wisely ak is in today for shidano who is this cappy that we're listening to right now I
3: think this is uh, Dua Lipa.
5: Ooh, it is Dua Lipa. Cappy, I'm happy. Yeah. You actually knew that. Right? Yeah.
2: You know how I know this?
5: Because you Shazammed it?
2: I know, oh. Uh but but I would have Shazammed it. But um, this past weekend, remember, I took my daughter to college. Oh, and, you did? And her music was on the entire time. And it was made up of Taylor Swift and Dua Lipa and all kinds of, like, you know, whatever. You know, these kinds of acts, you know, young kids' acts, you know?
5: Shout out to you, Cappy, it's Yeah, annoying. yeah.
2: Shout out to LeBron for walking in Drake last night. I'll talk about that later. Mm. That was pretty dope, didn't you think?
3: Yeah. That, my daughter, actually, by the way, went and saw Dua Lipa last year. She said she was awesome. She really? Was Where'd really you see her great. at? I think it was uh, Crypto. I think Crypt, Crypto, whatever whatever it's called now.
5: Mm-hmm. Staples.
3: <laughs> Staples. Yes. Shout out to
5: Dua
6: Lipa. She's turning uh, 28 today.
3: I believe, yeah. Happy birthday, Dua Lipe. But I believe uh, that's where she played. Either way, I know she said it was awesome. All right! Shout out to Dua
2: Lipa. Is right. Happy birthday, girl. Yeah, I wouldn't know Dua Lipa. Like, like if I if I met her, she would have to tell me like, "Hey, I'm Dua." I'm like, "Oh, what's your last name?" I feel like, so I know who she is. You know what I'm saying?
3: <laughs> Wait, Dua. Right. right. I, but you'd still need the last name just right. to confirm it. Right.
2: Just because there's a couple other Dua's I know out there. <laughs> yeah.
6: <laughs> so many out there.
2: Right. Hey, in the meantime, real quickly, uh, El Segundo Two, Rhode Island Zero. Two outs, bottom of the first. Rhode Island has runners on second and third. And the right fielder from El Segundo just made a brilliant catch in foul territory. So uh, the 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 kid number 19, who's like their big power hitter, he's like this six-foot kid. He's the pitcher today. And he's kind of getting off to a rough start here. So keeping our eyes open. Well, they just got out El of Segundo.
3: it. They just got out of it. I they guess did. I'm ahead of you right now. You they, are. They, 15 they, seconds. Yep. They just got out of it right now. Um... 19, got a strikeout batter looking, so got out of the jam.
2: Wow, and he's the kid 19 that struck out in the last inning when he had runners in scoring position. Well, he
3: redeemed himself.
2: Nice, good job by that kid. Ooh, strikeout looking, just saw it. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, um, speaking of all these little kids, because you know you got these 12- and 13-year-old kids that are in this Little League thing from El Segundo. Did you see the story today, Andy, that USC has gotten a commitment now from what will be probably – their third Heisman Trophy winner in a row because you got Caleb Williams coming back this year. Then he's likely headed towards the NFL. There's a kid who is uh, at Los Alamitos High School named Malachi Nelson, who's going to be the next superstar quarterback at USC, or at least is projected to be. He's a five-star high school kid. And USC signed a kid, or let me rephrase that. They got a commitment from a kid who's the top sophomore high school football player in america imagine your kid is 15 years old
3: and is already committed from georgia to usc yep julian lewis the number one overall player in the 2026 class according to 27sports.com's composite rankings committed to sc tuesday morning he is at, like you said cappy a sophomore at Carrollton high school in georgia he had big offers all over the country basically any school that matters was chasing this kid, and SC got him.
2: It's pretty amazing that- um, For the
3: time being, they have him. Like, this is not set in stone. He could decommit. He could go somewhere else. Right?
2: Well, right, because cause here's the thing. He's committing to play at USC at 15 years old in 2026. right and by the way, maybe the kid's 16 going on 17 and he's a sophomore in high school because maybe the parents held him back at some point and maybe he's an older kid in a younger grade and maybe he's planning on on uh, you know leaving before his senior year and going into one of those you know early arrival kind of guys and gets to spring football. but still, um, to be lining them up the way USC is. And assuming Lincoln Riley is still at the school, these kids will likely follow. If Lincoln Riley, for whatever reason, gets some monster offer from the NFL and decides to take off after a couple of years,
3: these kids probably will not be going to USC. Well, one, of, mean- the, one of the things it really speaks to, if nothing else, for Lincoln Riley and SC is just how how much any quarterback prospect wants to be with Lincoln Riley because he has a track record of he can make you a Heisman winner. Like, if you work with Lincoln Riley the odds favor you will be in the Heisman conversation and like he he has a track record pre sc much less what we've seen with Caleb Williams so as long as Lincoln Riley is with usc if nothing else he will have quarterbacks in that mix that much we can guarantee yeah i
2: mean listen the malachi nelson thing you know there was talk about a year ago that he was going to reopen his recruiting and he was going to go down to texas a&m and take a listen to what they had to say and I guess he did, but he decided to stay with, with USC. And to to have the top player in the country right now, the, the defending Heisman Trophy winner, to have your next quarterback lined up right down the road at Los Al, and then to have the next kid already lined up, who's only a sophomore in high school,
3: just incredible. And this comes, by the way, too, on the heels of poaching Jennifer Cohen, Washington's A.D., as your own now, they had that big press conference yesterday. You know, I'm not going to pretend that I know everything about her time at Washington, but I can tell you this: the word on her is phenomenal. Like she is supposed to be fantastic at her job. Like for example, uh, John Canzano, longtime uh, sports writer, usually most of his stuff has been in the Oregon area, but he's covered a lot of Pac-12 just from you know Oregon, Oregon State. He has a piece on his Substack right now. About just how this is a major, major coup for USC, yes, because you're also yeah. taking you're also taking an AD from a team that's going with you to the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. So, and, it, so and, it's a double whammy.
2: Well, right, and also remember this: if USC is as good as they are projected to be this year, and there are plenty of people that think that this should be an undefeated season for USC and a real opportunity to make it into the college football playoff she sits on the college football committee. I'm not suggesting to you that they went out and raided Washington's athletic department so that they could just gear up for this one year, but if USC football is going to get back to its glory years, you would like to have somebody in your athletic department who can advocate for
3: you at the college football committee discussions. Look, you may not be suggesting that, Cappy. I am hoping that is part of the reason they went after her. right. I mean, it, it helps to have... You know, somebody with those type of connections and relationships. And, again, she is supposed to be really, really good at this. Like, the the buzz on her – and, you know, I reached – I didn't get back – he didn't get back to me, but I reached out to DeMarco to see if he had any thoughts on Jen Cohen. But she's supposed to be really, really good at this.
2: Well, what I what I read yesterday was – and this is a phrase I wish that uh, – that, you know – This is a great phrase to have connected to your name. She is a, quote, prolific fundraiser. Yep, saw that too. That's a big deal. Prolific fundraiser. So I'm kind of getting myself excited for college football now. Uh, Andy and and I'll tell you I was looking at the um, the uh, Associated Press All American list and the only reason I was really looking at it is because Caleb Williams is the you know number one player in the country and he's headlining this class of of Associated Press All Americans which was always kind of like the the most prestigious preseason list you could be on although I guess back in the old days there used to be the Playboy All American yeah, list yeah. and everybody wanted to be part of that but I was looking at this list there is a cornerback corner. From Alabama. I saw this. Who is on this list? And this kid's got the coolest name I think I've ever heard in any sport. My man's name is Kool Aid, K O O L A I D. Kool Aid McKinstry. I'm a big Kool Aid McKinstry <laughs> fan. I'm going to be watching Alabama football this year and be like, there's my man Kool Aid, just made that pick and had that pick six. That's a cool name.
3: That is a fantastic name. And he apparently just owns Alabama football. He grew up in Birmingham. I'm reading his wiki page right now. He attended uh, Pinson Valley High School in Pinson, Alabama. He was named Alabama Mister Football as a senior. He is, as you said, an All preseason All American at Alabama. This guy owns the state. In he owns the state in football. Also, you know how he got the nickname?
2: No. T- oh, that's it. Wait. Well, hold on. Wait a second.
3: That's not his real name. I thought it was his real name. No, his real name is either Guck Quincy or Juck Quincy. I, I apologize. I, I I don't know the Wait, my man's name isn't Kool-Aid. I is, I saw
2: it I saw it listed in the Associated Press All american well, team
3: as Kool-Aid. It's similar to how Pac Man Jones. His his given name was not Pac-Man. Oh, I thought his name was Pac-Man too. No, no, no. The given name was uh, I believe Adam Jones. Adam Pac Man Jones. This oh. is either Guck Quincy or Juck Quincy McKinstry. He was given... Jaquincy McKinstry? McKinstry. He Jaquincy. Jaquincy or Gaquincy. Uh-huh. Again, I'm not positive. I just call him Kool-Aid. Well, everyone calls him Kool-Aid. He got the nickname by his grandmother shortly after being born. This is really sweet because his smile reminded his grandmother of the Kool-Aid man. Aw. And because it would appear that Mr. McKinstry is no dummy, he has already signed an NIL deal with Kool-Aid. Genius. Absolutely genius. Yeah, Mr. McKinstry is no fool.
2: Yeah, right on. Way to go, Kool-Aid, my Mm -hmm. man. Hey, you never have to miss a moment of 710 ESPN because you can download the new ESPN LA app. All you have to do is search ESPN LA in your App Store or Google Play, download, tap, and bam, bam, you got 710 in the palm of your hand. One click to listen live, to listen to all the podcasts. It's all in one place. There's so much more going on. The all-new ESPN LA app. Get it today. Okay, El Segundo up to nothing top of the second two down runners on second and third an 0-1 pitch we will tell you what happens as el segundo is trying to stay alive in the little league world series coming right back this is sedano and cap on 710 espn
1: we all know breakfast is an important part of your day but sometimes when you're traveling for business you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any you know what happens you grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely we've all been there
6: Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com.
2: Oh, yeah, this movie's right in my wheelhouse. It's so good. What's the kid's name who pukes all over everybody? Oh, Lardass. 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 Right, he gets into that like uh, blueberry pie eating competition, blueberry pie eating
3: contest, and he goes in looking to throw up as revenge on everybody who's been calling him lard ass. <laughs> he causes, I believe, the exact phrase they used in the mo- movie is a puke rama. <laughs> <laughs> I believe. I think you're right. I think that's what it is. Yeah, I think you're right. A puke rama. It's a and great just movie. Threw up blueberry pies all over everybody. Kiefer Sutherland as Ace. Remember the, the the main, uh, the leader of the older bad teenagers? The ones that are trying to get to the body before the kids?
0: Who was the worst 80s bad guy? Was it um, Kiefer Sutherland or James Spader?
3: Worse as in, like, just most evil? Yeah. James Spader played a really good bad guy in the 80s. What
2: like, bad guy did he play? I'm trying to think. Less than zero. His okay, less than zero. His character's deplorable, pretty in pink. Okay, there you go. Uh, I mean, Less Than Zero still haunts me in a lot of ways. I mean, Robert Downey Jr., I know you're driving around right now, and I know you're a huge 7'10 fan, <laughs> but honestly, bro, like to this day, all these years later, it still kind of freaks me out.
3: Well, especially, too, because with everything Downey went through, you know there was an element of art imitating life there.
2: Yeah, I hadn't thought about that, but now that you mention it, you're right. Yeah.
3: yeah. It, I mean, it's a hell of a performance. It, mm-hmm. It's amazing, but you have, to, you have to figure there was a little bit of a learned knowledge you know, method acting going on with that.
2: Hey, uh, Andy uh, El Segundo up for nothing over Rhode Island. Now we're into the bottom of the second, and uh, this kid from Rhode Island shows up. He's four eleven. He's a buck thirty, and my man looks ready to roll. But El Segundo got this kid who's nineteen, number nineteen, who's like six feet tall.
3: It looks like Randy Johnson is on the hill. He does. He looks like a right-handed Randy Johnson. He is so much bigger than all these other kids. Guy's a beast.
2: All right, hey, listen, um, Andy, do you know that uh, tonight Mike Trout is returning for the Angels? And um, Mike Trout was was asked, uh, because, you know, as he's coming back, the media is getting a chance to chat with him. And what do they all want to ask him about? Not like his injury or not his return. They want to ask him about the future of Otani. So would you like to hear what Mike Trout had to say when put on the spot about Otani's future with the Angels. Would yes, you like I to hear would. this? I absolutely All right. would. All right. Uh, are we ready to go with this, Lindsey Baseball? We got it, keppy. Okay, let's do
3: it. One of the few things that the Angels have gotten exactly right over the last 10 years or
5: so. That's okay. Travis
2: I was, was going to say. It it is God, Travis God. Rogers. Right? Exactly Give me one second. Like yes. I was thinking to myself, did Travis interview Trout? Is that where this came I from? Th-
5: no, they, I think they just they mixed his sound in with the Mike Trout oh, one. So here we or, go. Here we go. Okay, here
2: go. go ahead.
0: He's got to do what's right for him and uh, what he feels right. You know, that's all up to him. You know, if he feels that staying in Anaheim is, is the right move, you know, he should, he should do that. And if, you know, he thinks otherwise, it's uh, I'm going to do as much as I can to, you know, try to convince him to stay. So, you know, he's got to really sit down and think about it. It's a big decision for him, probably the biggest one of his life. You know, it's it's, it's a difficult decision because for for him, you know, it's a different, you know, if he if he does stay or if he does, you know, I, I don't even like saying it if he leaves. You know, it's going to be different for him, but new atmosphere, new people, new teammates. But, you know, I'm, like I said, I'm going to do whatever I can to keep him here.
2: Um, you know what you could really do that would help is uh, stay healthy, win some and, games. And, yeah, and like, why don't you play like 145 games and see what the Angels could be? Because the numbers since Trout got hurt are so bad. Like, they're I, I, I want to say I'm coming up with this off the top of my head. It's they're like 15 and 30 since Trout got hurt. And I'm that. Believe me, don't 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 hold me to those numbers. All right,
3: Andy Kamenetsky. I
2: will not. I all will right, not. please don't. I please. won't.
3: Please don't quote. Stop me. accusing me, Cappy. I'm okay? not doing it.
2: I just don't want to. I don't want to get you know put into the corner that my numbers were all wrong. I'm giving. An Nobody example. puts
3: Cappy in a corner.
2: Thank you. Appreciate that. So here's the thing. Mike Trout is going to try his best to keep Otani with the Angels, but Otani has spoken about this in the past, and most people don't think he'll stay with the Angels, right? I mean, isn't that?
3: That is the common perception. I mean, look, listening to Mike Trout there. Did he sound like somebody particularly confident that Otani was staying? (laughs) He's like, I'm going to do my best to try to convince him. I mean, he's basically saying, look, I don't get why the guy would stay. Frankly, I don't even know why I'm here, but I'm going (laughs) to do my best. Also, too, something that hit me listening to Trout there that really speaks to just how futile not just the Otani era has been for the Angels, but the Trout era has been for the Angels. One of my first reactions hearing him was, That's what Mike Trout sounds like? Right, because you never hear him. I have completely forgotten what Mike Trout's voice sounds like. I've interviewed Mike Trout before, but it's been so long since the Angels with Mike Trout have felt relevant. Like you mentioned, Trout's been getting hurt a lot over the last few seasons. He's not somebody who really talks anyway, and the team has not been getting to the playoffs, stuff like that. I'm like, I had completely forgotten – what Mike Trout's voice even sounds like.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. Like if you if you played that and you said, hey, what superstar athlete's voice is this? You'd be like, I don't know.
3: Not a clue. I have Not no idea. A
2: clue. Never hear him. Never really see him. Now, here's what Otani said. Okay, th- this is Otani talking about the possibility of coming back to the Angels. This was from the All-Star game earlier this year. Andy, I want you to listen very, very carefully. Funchy, I want you to listen extremely carefully queen please perk (laughs) up i want you to listen very very carefully to what otani i don't have to listen carefully well you know because you know know. play along cap come on you know girl i want you guys to all listen very very carefully (laughs) to what otani says here about his future with the angels please play that
0: (laughs) you
2: guys get that
3: not all
5: I did you want me to play it again cap let's play it again just for yeah, clarification it's a little hard to hear but but
2: listen carefully to what Otani is saying so the question was hey man you know what what do you think about your future with the angels and Otani replied by saying this so i mean i think that really says it all
5: it's a it's a little hard to hear but i think we all got it
2: i mean you understand what he's saying though right yeah of course doesn't sound good you don't think
3: not, so? It does mm-hmm. not sound good. Okay, so everybody, I'm. So
2: you listen. don't
5: know what he's saying. You just know it doesn't sound good
3: tonally. It does not sound good that tonally part. speaking, huh? That mm-hmm. part, Andy. Tonally speaking, but what about the words that he said? Look, I don't want to be somebody just dissecting the words. Like I, I don't want to take his words out of context. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go with just the tone.
2: Okay, you're going with tone. Mm-hmm. The what tone. If
3: what if he's like a Bill Belichick where you can't. You know his tone is always the same, but it's yeah. always you know news is always good or bad. That's true. We, we and we've heard him speak so little too. It's it's kind of like Mike Trout. It's hard to really dig into that tone. I don't know. Well, that's why you got to listen to what he says. You know,
0: <laughs> you guys. Yeah, here we go.
2: Well, that's directly from Otani.
3: <laughs> Do with that what you will. Spin it however you want.
2: Well, you you guys know what he said. I mean, listen, a lot of us who are around the game, you know, we pick up on on Spanish, we pick up on Japanese, Korean, we pick oh, up on yeah, other... all of that. I mean, Lindsay, those of us close to the game is what I'm saying the are true call, insiders.
5: Are, are, you, are you i was going to say are you calling yourself an MLB insider cap I, i'm just saying that when you're close to the game a lot of times you pick up the languages that oh, the players yeah, speak outside too, of english
3: when you're talking about somebody who plays in near South, South L.A.
5: So you know Japanese, like, Cap. Like, you've picked up a little bit of Japanese to where you know what he's saying.
2: I mean, listen, I'm not going to tell you that I can say exactly what he said, mm. but it's kind of like Spanish where I sort of pick up, like, every couple of words. So I'll tell you,
5: todo lo que en
2: Right, so no, what Pero I... Pero que I, dije r- He speaks,
3: See. he speaks Japanese. Right. Like, he can follow well enough.
2: Right, so I, here's what, here's what I think Otani is saying. He's saying something like, he's got a lot of feelings about like how every year things are going, and it kind of – he actually says it sucks to lose. I could pick that up in Japanese. He says it sucks to lose. He says he he wants to win.
3: These are little phrases that I'm picking up. You know what? All kidding aside, if you covered this team and you were around them on like a game-in, game-out basis, whenever Otani does interviews – you probably could figure out Japanese for it sucks to lose.
2: Andy, I'm telling you, here I hear him saying, my feelings are getting stronger by the year. It sucks to lose. He wants to win. Um, and so it, every year, year after year, it gets stronger. That's what I think I heard Otani say. I, I don't really know if we have, like, his interpreter um, –
5: yeah, we got could, that. We got. I mean, I thought you were the one that was interpreting No, I'm him, just so, saying you know, this is what I hear. I, I the hear. actual interpreter, Okay, th-
2: th- what I hear is what I just told you. It sucks to lose, wants to win, year by year things get stronger. Th- that's how
0: I hear it, okay?
5: That's what you got from that clip. Right. Okay, so here's what he actually said according to his translator.
0: Yeah, those strong, feelings get stronger year by year. Um, it sucks to lose. He wants to win, so yeah, it gets stronger every year.
5: Wow. Dude. Dude, wow. You're dead Cap. that's you do an ear. That?
3: That's an ear. Again, the power of the Japanese. That is amazing. Yeah, right. That is amazing. Pretty impressive, don't you think? Unbelievable.
2: When I heard Otani say all that, I was like, wow, I can't believe he said that. And I was like, I hope I got what he said. And then the interpreter confirmed it for me. Dead on. Dead I guess, on.
5: You're right. I guess we have to concede. You have picked up a little bit. You know, Japanese from being around the game so much. Right.
2: That's just what it is, baseball. It's around it's about being around the game. Well, it's also it's the South South LA.
6: Yeah. Right. I feel
5: like you should oh. get like a, a season credential for MLB. In fact, you should get one of those passes that Clinton gets um for being in like the baseball writers thing where you get to go to any ballpark at any time, mm-hmm. just flash a little card. I think that you should get that now just because of this.
2: I agree. I agree. Just for picking up on what Otani had to say. Hey, El Segundo now five nothing. Top of the third, one out, runners on second and third. And I want to remind everybody, listen to our guys, Mason and Ireland, all week for your chance to win tickets to the exclusive Mason and Ireland LAFC pep rally and live broadcast. It's happening Friday, September 1st from 1 to 4 inside BMO Stadium at the Founders Club. Fans and attendance have a chance to win LAFC versus Miami tickets plus autographed merch plus food and drinks. So listen all week long to Mason and Ireland here on 710 ESPN. All right, AK is in. Coming up. What we all need to know. And how is it an NBA superstar gets fined for an opinion? We'll get to that story on the way. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN.